In the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another show. I'm your host, T. That is Lindsay. Lindsay in the background. Lindsay, how I'm is... You. Oh, thanks for you. I was like, dang, she's sitting there. I mean, I, I know I got a cold and everything. I sound a little raspy, but you just had me hanging. That was... we, look, I missed you. you know? We missed our last... Oh, everybody what? heard me. You probably was coughing too loud. Oh, oh, whatever, whatever. Look, <laughs> you know what? I said I missed you in a week, but now I don't miss you no more. You know, we took one week off. I missed you, but you oh. know what? Nah, nah, I took that back. The hell with you. That, that's how we gonna start with that. Mm, you know, I, I, hope, I hope you went outside. <laughs> hope you went outside today. Looked at an eclipse with no glasses. That's what I hope. That's what I hope you did today, yep. so you can get blind. So many people's eyeballs look crazy. Why would y'all just stare? You know, I'm not even gonna ask. I don't even understand America. <laughs> People actually got drunk today and looked at it to see if they could. It was like it was like a challenge. It was like, all right, man, if you do it, I give you ten dollars. It's like, how people, how dumb can you be? Why, why do all the challenges now almost want you to like harm yourself? Like, why is that fun to y'all? I don't get it. Like the whole hot water challenge, and then that poor little girl's like flesh came off her face. Like, y'all got to chill. Y'all just be doing anything for attention, and I don't get it. I don't know if y'all not getting love at home, but. Mm-mm. <laughs> Well, you know, our so-called president, you know, President Trump, he was out there. He did it with no glasses and looked up. Well, he, in the beginning, I had to go no more, but, but yeah, I see the meme that say, you know, you know, you're a devil when you can look, you can look directly into the sun with no glasses. I died laughing. I mean, you know, they've already been talking about impeaching him, and everybody called it and said at least by December they feel like it's gonna happen, but. At the same time, though, that just means Mike Pence is up next, so that's not any better. But you know, I don't know this country. I'm like, but for the life of me, I just can't even. Right. But what? Here's my question: What does the solar eclipse mean? Like, does that mean like a shift and change in the atmosphere for the better, for the worse? Like, what does it mean? Supposedly, it's when the Earth and Moon, you know, pass each other at the. Look, don't get me lying. I, I ain't no, I ain't no scientist. <laughs> I'm just going off what our weather, weatherman said. Supposedly, you know, when the Earth and the, I mean, the Earth, I'm sorry, the Moon and the Sun align at the perfect time, you know, causing that shadow that we can see from Earth. That's all I got. I ain't gonna lie to you, like I know, because I know. So, I mean, you you sound about right. It's when the Moon thing covers up the Sun, and I know, like in some states, they had like the total eclipse, which is in like Idaho and Nebraska. So I'm thinking that's like some signal the aliens be sending because you know that's where most of the movies be taking place in like crop fields and stuff. But you know I digress. But I mean you know they were just saying it pretty much manifests differently based on like horoscopes and stuff. I don't know how true that is, so I'm not about to get into it. But you know some people think it's for new opportunities, and that's that's the the route I'm gonna take. That eclipses give you new opportunities and a sense of change. So 
you know, just embrace it for the better and not all the other riffraff. Just let's just go with that. But, yeah. yeah, well, if you didn't catch it today, supposedly certain parts in America you can see it in 2024. And if you're in Virginia, you know, we will see it again in 40 years. So when I'm 65, that's where I'll be seeing it. <laughs> Uh, Your eyes look bad already. It don't even matter. Right, I'm. I have my kids with me out there. Come, come, come on, son. Come on, look, look, look. Back in my day. First of all, yeah. speak, no. Speaking of Virginia, y'all ain't gonna be looking at nobody's eclipse until we get together. All this random rally and stuff. What the hell is going on in VA? Because Charlottesville, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I ain't got the time. I ain't got the time. Well, it was a, it was a. um <sighs> it's so much to happen. Basically, there were uh, Nazis. I don't say Nazis. Um, how can I put this? Brizzy, help me out here. The, the I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say Nazis, but I'm about to put that for here. I'll try to think of a better word. But say Nazi protesters. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a better word. That's what we gonna call it for now. Nazi protesters were protesting not to take down the statue. Well, mm-hmm. some anti-Nazi protesters, you know, the other protesters were, that's for the statue taken down, you know, they were out there counter-protesting. Then one thing led to another, and, you know, people were fighting, preachers, you know, came out, tried to stop everything, police were out there, there's so much chaotic, chaotic nonsense happened, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, a Nazi protester gets in his car, drives, and hit this poor, poor little girl, I say little girl, Poor young lady, and several other people, but she was the only one that died uh, upon contact. And to take things that far is is, is very ridiculous, man. Uh, I'm, I'm sad to see it because I used to work there. So it's, it's sad. Were these uh, Say it again. I said these were Confederate statues, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, yeah, they were. That's yeah. I, mean, I don't. I just don't understand the anger. If somebody could truly explain to me and not just saying some, oh, the color of your skin just makes me feel some type of way because that's, that's a weak-ass excuse. If somebody could literally explain to me the hate that you have for black people when y'all are the same people who embrace the culture, listen to the music, and embody it every single day as well as your children, please enlighten me as to what this quote-unquote hatred is you have for different races because the reality is and what Americans still, you know, fail to realize whether you're, you know, super pro-black, pro-white, pro, you know, whatever other minority. We all need each other. So I don't really understand the disdain for, the like, just the color of somebody's skin. Like, for no other reason but just how somebody is made that is not their fault. They were just created that way. And these people haven't even done harm to you. So I don't, I don't understand. So maybe, I mean, I would love to honestly even – open the floors to anybody who could, you know, gladly explain to me where they come from because I'm, I'm just really curious. But to just, you know, <clears throat> riot around, threaten to kill different people and you're running people over with cars and stuff, like, right, right. We're, like really, we got bigger issues. We worry about North Korea and y'all over here running each other over just off the trunk. All right, so stuff pop off in North Korea and you need uh, the help from the black. Don't look my way. Uh, you know, the, the thing is that really shocked me is just the way you know, President Trump responded. You know, the first time he didn't, he didn't respond the way the community wanted him to respond. It. Then the second time, you know, he came out and said, you know, the alt right, and then the alt left, and then you know, 
the third time he came out saying some other stuff, you know, he's very disappointed that how the, you know, the Confederate uh, statues are coming down across America. Like, Trump, come on, man, you're a president. You, you gotta, you stand for all of us. You can't stand for one side, and I, I feel like he's choosing one specific side. I mean, that's just my take on it. You know, I can't really speak too much about it, but it, it's just, it's Trump, man. You gotta step down. That's what I think. I just, I don't get it. It's like you're, it's kind of like you said, he's just back and forth because he'll say something politically and then basically really go against what he just said. So it's just kind of like, we're we're good on you. Um, Thank you. But the moral of the story is wrong is wrong and, you know, right is right. And I just feel like there are nothing going on in the world where people are just like dealing with, you know, their own personal physical issues, stuff within their households that, no one should feel like they can't even walk out their house and be attacked just for what they look like. Like, I feel like we've come so far, so I, I don't know. But, I mean, shit, even even Tim got some backlash this week. Oh, no, nobody was safe this last week. Um, She sure enough got dragged because Kim K was defending this um, makeup artist. His name is Jeffree Star. And, you know, he made some racist remarks in the past, and you hear him in this video basically going off and, you know, calling this girl like a nigger and, you know, talking about this Hispanic person, just being really disrespectful. And Kim, you know, took it upon herself to feel like we don't have the right to accuse someone who made mistakes in the past and that we should move on. All for literally but 12 hours later to say, I realize I am naive to the subject matter and, you know, I have no entitlement to speak on race, and I apologize if I offended anybody. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this has to be maybe like the sixth, seventh apology from the Kardashians after the Pepsi thing, the Kylie thing, now it's the Kim. Right, like, right. do you really feel like they genuinely want Hell to be no. a part of the culture and they just don't know how to do it the right way, or do you just feel like they just kind of just keep messing up? Both. They... No, well, yeah, now, yeah, both, both, both. They want to be part of the culture, but they don't know how to act like the culture. You can't be saying stuff like that or doing stupid stuff for like what, what time? As you said, it's seven, eight, nine time, like maybe one or two times. But hey, look, as my coworkers say, tighten up. Y'all need to tighten up. Get your shit together. <laughs> tighten up. Y'all can't keep that. Keep messing up. Or what? But it's just it's getting real floppy in that camp. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand wanting to, you know, forgive somebody they passed or whatever. Cool. But you, unfortunately, uh, clearly she has, you know, two black children, you know, because she's had them by Kanye. Cool. But at the same time, she's never really walked in the shoes of a black person. So it's kind of like you're unfortunately not going to have the right to say, you know, what somebody should be offended by and what they shouldn't. Because you're never going to deal with that same kind of scrutiny, if that makes sense. Um and, you know, for her to say, like, oh, she's naive and standing third, like, girl, you've been in a, you know what I'm saying, biracial relationship for, like, ever. So this isn't really, like, new to you, but I'm, I understand you want us to move forward and all the stuff like that. But you just got to be very, like, I'm sorry, just this day and age, very careful and cautious about telling people to, um, I guess, spare their feelings and give somebody a second chance, like, because the reality is I'm not inviting somebody in my home who, you know, says stuff like that because the same way they fear, you know, what we might be capable of, I fear them too, you know? Mm. Go, go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <I> <laughs> <do>. <laughs> okay. 
right, you know, I'll, right. you know, I'm petty. Oh, look, look, look. All right, let's switch topics now, real quick. You was telling me a little bit about Kevin Hart and you know his current wife and his ex-wife. So what the hell did happen with him? And what, what's going on with with Kevin? He seems like he you know he's always doing good. He's in a you know he's in a good spotlight. And then you know something about him cheating comes around. He's like, oh no, nah, that didn't happen. You know him and his wife is moving on from that. So what's going on right mm-hmm. now? I I need to be hit. What, what's happening? So apparently, you know, Aniko was basically celebrating that her and Kevin had been together for a year. Um, so you know, rightfully so, she you know posted a picture and just basically saying. You know, I love you more every day. Eight years uh-huh. together, I guess they like dating, and then one year married. So you know, she was just really celebrating it. Um, so you know, for the longest, people felt like you know she was the side chick, and there was all this you know skepticism about whether or not she was basically the one that Kevin Hart cheated on his ex-wife with. Um, so you know, people were kind of commenting, and I guess you know people were saying she got fed up, you know, because she was pretty much pregnant so you know they say like oh when you're pregnant you just start saying everything so basically her message said um she's basically immune to everything now those rumors were spread from her years ago um she basically said that Tori Hart which is Kevin's um ex-wife that she tried to play the victim and not own up to her own you know wrongdoing um as well as singling her out um there were other women during their marriage I guess um, and she was just basically trying to say that their marriage was wrecked way before she even came into play. And the Tory Hart definitely replied and just, you know, kind of said to her, like, hey, you know, I thought we squashed everything. I thought we were cool. Like, don't speak too much before I, you know, like, expose you kind of. Ooh, ooh. You know, do you feel, okay, just from a male's perspective, if she already has the ring and she's married to Kevin Hart, do you feel like she should even chime in or be bothered of whether or not people think she, you know, was a side chick or is a side chick? It's, I mean, not just because of a man's perspective. It could be both our perspective because at the end of the day, you know, I, I would tell you, okay, say me and you both married. I'd be like, don't even, don't even pay attention to that nonsense. But in the back of your mm-hmm. mind, you know what I'm saying? You like, I got the ring. You know, some people would say, I got the ring. But does the ring really matter mm-hmm. these days? You know, people cheat left and right. The ring or not. Mm-hmm. So does the ring really matter that much? And in, in, in yeah. your mind, at the same time, you being a female, you can be like, you, you may be like, oh yeah, I got the ring, but damn, is she is she really you know speaking the truth? Even though I won, some people are just cool with being winning. They cool, you know, being cheated on. But I, I don't know. I could I couldn't see no female that's really you know strong and independent. Even though we're married, they would they would still you know want to investigate some stuff. Hmm. I just, mm, I don't know. I guess maybe because she is pregnant, she is responding, but it's kind of like, it's one of those things, unfortunately, because it's the typical tale, right? So basically because she pretty much reaps the benefits of the success of Kevin. And not saying that she wasn't a part of it, but, you know, he speaks, you know, he even says himself that his ex-wife, Tori Hart, was there, you know, during his, like, grinding phase, pretty much. Um, So, you know, to see the other girl kind of, like, now it's married to him. He's super happy and super successful. You know, there's still this, you know, girl on the other side who was like, well, you know, dang, he played me and I technically should be, you know, reaping all of this. Um, right, right. I, I can see that. I can see that. You know, so, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of like, I don't want to say she can't win either way, but, you know, even trying to defend herself, it's just like, girl, 
you got the ring, I wouldn't even worry about it at this point because at some point or another, people will always feel like you're the side chick. I mean, it's just, it's typical because they see her, she's young, she's, you know, this beautiful woman, and then they look at his ex-wife and feel like, oh, she's like the bitter black lady because, you know, Nico's mixed too, so that was a whole argument. So I just feel like, you know, sometimes you just, you got to pick and choose your battles. Like, you got your man, he's, you know, clearly doing great, so I wouldn't even... Well, it's just one of those things. I wouldn't even waste my time. Like I get sometimes you may be fed up because you know clearly social media you know drags people for filth and really almost drives you to want to say something. But that's one of those things where unfortunately you just gonna you just gonna have to take that one with a bullet, sweetie. Sorry. But I mean, best luck. You know, luck to them with having a baby and everything. Like I, I want her to spend more time focusing on that. You know. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, well. Uh, Sorry, I, you know, catch my breath over here. You know, I'm a little, a little sick. You know, like my bad. Sick, dead, just all over the place, look, y'all. Forget my bad. Look, look, look. All right, look. sorry. Well, let's 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 switch it to a little. little it's just sad news here because it is very sad. Uh, you know, comedian and civil rights activist Dick Gregory has died at age 84. For people who don't know who he is. Terrence, you need to slow down because I didn't know where you was going. <laughs> what? You thought I said AIDS? Yeah, that's what I was like, wait a second. I didn't no, he died it. at age, A-G-E, okay. 84. Okay. And for people who didn't know him, you know, he, he was a comedian and civil rights activist. Um, Yeah, he was definitely a dope dude, man. He, um, dang. Yeah. He did so much for the, well, for the, actually just black people in general, but everyone. Um, I think one thing I really respect about him though is he always asks questions. Like I can really appreciate someone who doesn't just take the first answer that's given to them. Um, and you know, even when it comes to biblically speaking, politics, you know, you name it. I think whether he's been you know right a hundred percent or not, I feel like he's always just kind of going against the grain to fully understand things. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people lack today. We just kind of want to go with what our first answer is or what we believe to be right. So, you know, that's definitely something I could personally take away from him. So, I mean, rest in peace to him. And, you know, obviously his legacy will definitely go on. Yeah, man. He, I mean, he did a lot, though. Like, you know, early 1960s, he was the first black comedian to wildly win Paulettes from white mm-hmm. audiences. Um, you know, he paved the way. For people like Bill Cosby to raise the fame, um, he attended the historical march in 1963 on Washington. Um, that, I mean, that's just a few things. He uh, tried to integrate a restaurant in Mississippi before the march in uh, 2003. Like, man, he, I'm not gonna keep on listing lists, but this man, he ran for mayor in Chicago in 1967. Ran for president in 1968. Man, look. <laughs> it's like we were going there. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on and on. This man was a great activist, comedian, and it was a sad loss for the for the community. Not just everyone, but everyone in the community. I actually just black people, but the community as well. Everybody. Exactly. That's how you leave a legacy. Let's just put it that way. If if there was anyone that went out and actually made a difference, I definitely can appreciate, you know, what he did. And I, I think, unfortunately, I wish, you know, the rapping 
uh, culture to take heed to that as well because, um, unfortunately, Mystical is now in the headlines again um, for another rape charge. Uh, <laughs> this time it was an incident that took place alongside a young 26-year-old woman at a casino um, at which she was uh, performing. And um, this is like his second one, and he's being held now on like a two million bond in the meantime. And I want to say the first situation he actually did go to jail for. So like, please, okay, please riddle me this. What do you think it is that like these grown men who are these artists that literally at one point or another could be exposed to any woman that they want feel the need to rape somebody? Like I never understood that. I never understood either. It's like yeah, you're. You get anything you want. You're a celebrity. You damn near, you know, people throw themselves at you. But I think it's a control thing. That's, that's the only way. It has to be a control thing. But still, you're a celebrity. People throw themselves at you once again. They will yeah. do anything, everything. What you say? You could tell them to pour some hot grease on themselves, and they'll do it. The stupid stuff <laughs> no. like that. <laughs> yeah. But the fact you want to, you know control and the takeness. You know what I'm saying? That like even if you was a regular Joe Schmo, obviously there's no excuse for like for you to be a celebrity and you expose all these people, I think wasn't he um at one point with young money and all this stuff too, like how how is it you running around raping people? Like some something is off. And I don't I mean I don't know if this situation is true and somebody's, you know, just trying to get him again. Like I hope not, but I don't know. Y'all gotta start pulling it together. Cause that's messy. Very That's the look that I ain't got time. Um, <laughs> we don't, we don't tone that. Yeah, we don't get, we don't give him too much time. <laughs> but here's okay. So here's my question. I I was really hyped to kind of see this interview because you know for the longest we would notice Kanye kind of taking shots at Jay Z. Uh, you know regarding like not going to see Kim and checking up on her after she got robbed in Paris. And, you know, Jay-Z kind of finally spoke out in, like, uh, you know, took a little interview about, you know, why he hasn't really spoke to Kanye. And I found it interesting that he was just basically saying, you know, it was one thing for him to call him out and, like, you know, how he did that song, you know, speaking to him as, like, you know, about being his big brother and all this stuff like that and being hurt. But Jay-Z said, you know, once he brought his family and kids into it, that's where he, you know, drew the line. And he said he even thinks, you know, Kanye knows he messed up because, you know, it's one thing to have a beef between the two of us, but to bring my kids and family, like, mm, yeah, now we got a problem. So do you feel like they'll be able to squash it, or do you feel like Jay-Z's kind of one of those people that once you cross, like, yeah, you won't have to miss me because he ain't rocking. He ain't rocking. You can't talk about someone. <laughs> once, you, once you hit family, you know what I'm saying? That, that's a whole never level. You know, you, you can do yeah. anything else. You can talk about my music. You can step on my shoes. You know, you can, you can back into my car. You know, I'll be pissed. All right, but we're going to squash it. Right, right, right. We're going to squash that. But as soon as you bring family into the mix, that's when all that, you know, all that stuff goes out the window. It's, you can miss me with that. Because, I mean, I get it. Like, you're upset because you want him to, like, you know, check up on Kim and all that. Cool. But, like, I don't, I don't really understand. With the type of relationship they have, I understand you saying, oh, you wanted to get his attention, so you do it, like, out in front of the public with everybody else. But I feel like that's, you know, taking another jab at him, too, that you couldn't even, like, tell him man-to-man, face-to-face. Like, I don't know if he maybe attempted that beforehand and whatnot, but 
I think, you know, for everybody at a certain point, you'd be like, that kind of looks messy for him to try to call him out in front of everybody. You know what I mean? It almost is like you try to, like, size him up, like, oh, I'm going to try to play you in the, to everybody's face, like, yo, you disrespect to me, you disrespected, blah, 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 but, yeah, you disrespected, you know, his wife and kids, too. Yeah, nah, you, I don't know, it's going to take one, one hell of a track to make Jay-Z feel like, okay, he's going to bang with him again, but I don't know, because I, I see Clay at the same time being that just a little proud for it's like, yeah, I'm not about to apologize because this is my big brother and all, but, you know, he might feel like this time Jay-Z didn't really stick up for him, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it would be nice because, I mean, they're great at making music together, but, yeah, when that stuff gets personal, it just really kind of eliminates all of the odds, so who knows, man? Too much beef for no reason. Too much, too much, too much. They, they, oh, okay. they, they, before, before, before we dive into sports tennis, please tell me you watched Power yesterday. I watch, you know, I didn't watch it yesterday. I watched it today at work. I made a mistake oh, doing it okay. at work. And I, I actually cussed at work. I was like, what the <laughs> F? I, the way it ended, I was like, man. Like, my whole mood was blown. It was just blown for like, the next like thirty minutes, I was just sitting there like, I was hurt. I'm not gonna spoil it, but y'all, look, I mean, someone, a port, just leave huh? leave the phone for thirty seconds or a minute because I gotta talk about it. You gonna spoil I it? Literally, you gonna spoil it? Yeah, I have to. I have to. I cannot because Twitter already did it. Trust me. I cannot stand Tariq for the life of me. I'm sorry, but let me tell you something. If you have children or a son or a daughter, please teach them. To number one, if they messed up something, to go back and fix their own mistakes and not drag the rest of the family into it. And then also for young, um, you know, brothers to little sisters, stick up for them, please. Because I don't see how him getting caught up in all this mess, you done defended the little white lady who was about to get raped, and now your sister up here having to deal with your business because you told her not to say nothing, and now poor Raina, rest in peace, is dead. I can't. Yeah, she, she was she was just trying to protect her brother, but you know what? This is ninety nine percent. I feel bad, you know, feel bad for it. One percent, I don't. And this is the only reason why. why. The only reason, one reason, she shouldn't have been nosy. Um, That's it. That's it. That's it. But other than that, if somebody comes to your classroom looking for your brother, wouldn't you kind of inquire and try to warn them too? She already told him. She told dude what was good. She went to his room, and he told her he was a dirty cop. You know, he didn't want to try to kidnap him, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to run up to somebody. I know who you are, Ray Ray. I forgot what was his name, Ray Ray? I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Might have been Ray Ray. Yeah. You know, my dad going to kill you if you don't leave him alone. Like, next thing you know. She, she her brother, which is not much we can say for daggone um, Tariq, because he just ooh, Dre pissing me off. He burning up product. Poor Tommy using the product again. Goes over there looking at Angela's backside. Tasha told him she don't want to do drugs no more. Let me tell you something. Everybody need to get it together. And I know next week going to be the last week to watch the, um, what is it, the season is it, finale? Is it? Don't some, say that. Some, it, yes. Some people going to need to get chopped off. Oh, I'm going to be pissed off. So, Dre, Dre gotta go. Is, Dre need to go. 
Dre has to go. Dre, look, Tariq probably not go off the strength of Ghost got at least have one kid still left around, and that poor little baby that's been at somebody's house forever in a day. We don't know where she been at, but somebody gonna have to go. And I nominate Dre and Ray Ray. They gotta go first. Look, look, Dre. This is, hire, look, hire me for one episode. I kill Dre. <laughs> well, put me on one episode. One episode, then, then y'all can kill me off the show. That look, that's all I need to do. Cause Dre, Dre is killing me on this show. Phew. He he played too many songs. Kane ain't gonna kill him. Kane ain't gonna kill him. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be Kane. It's not even gonna be the cartel. I feel like Kane is gonna be like, you keep trying to play with me. You ain't been telling me what you got going on. Nigga, up on his ass. Either that or he gonna um, get to Dre's um, daughter. Cause don't he have a child too? Yeah, watch. Yep. Watch. Yep. Yep. Y'all keep exactly. playing. Well, all right, that's enough. All right, so those who I spoiled it. Okay, Terrence, now you can take over for the sport. All right, well, look, we're going to hop back to Charlottesville really quick because I didn't give too much of a brief, I gave a brief detail, but I'm going to pay respect to the young lady that died. Uh, her name was Heather Heyer. She was 32 years old. And along with her uh, death, 19 others were uh, injured by the white supremacists and uh, okay. a couple of KKK. So with that being said, the Nike uh, CEO has challenged his employees, you know, to say we don't stand for racism and for every one of y'all money that y'all donate to Charlottesville, he will match. Ooh, man, oh, look at dope. that. Like- yes. For every dollar he will yeah. match or double. Match or double. And that's just for yeah. his employees or just in general? No, that's just, that's just for his employees. But I mean, still, it's Nike. Like, Nike's big. Like, the actual yeah. headquarters... Yeah. Hey, look, I got a lot of respect for that. For him to send out an email, you know, saying, you know, we don't we don't tolerate racism and this, this, and this. That's a lot of respect. He's all the way across. Uh, what's it, Oregon? Yeah, they're in Oregon. And to think about yeah. all the way what's happening in Virginia is saying a lot. That I mean, and that's what it takes. It has to be the big corporate heads that, you know, people are buying into every day to step up. Because, I mean, if they don't, who else will, you know? So, um Definitely prayers go out to Charlottesville and even all these different states where they're just, you know, even in Durham where they're taking down the Confederate statues and stuff. Um, you know, most definitely pray for all these people. Um, yeah. Just the violence. Even that picture with the young guy with the braids and they beating him in the head with a pole. Like, it's just, it's sick. And it's, it's so many other things that, like, we could be doing in this world. And, you know, I'm aware that there's, there's evil and there's also good, but... I just hope the good, you know, can outweigh at the end of the day. So, um, you know, definitely just keep everybody in your prayers and uplifted as much as possible. But that's awesome. I love that. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I love it too, man. Seeing that, that it, it shows there's some light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <sighs> Charlottesville is starting a chain reaction where all these Confederate, you know, statues do does need to come down and Richmond is following that path. And is looking the mayor here is looking to take down the statues as well, but hmm. uh, I know. But the KKK was starting to say they was coming to Richmond next for a rally in September 16th, but they canceled oh, it. But now, but that was before the statues. You know, mayor said that, so I feel like they're going to probably try to, uh, you know, redo that rally here. So, uh, Lindsay, yeah, y'all about to, when that joke happened, I mean, you called me up, make sure I'm still alive that day. <laughs> I was about to say, listen, they better be careful because now that people know that they're coming, all right, y'all keep walking around with these little hoods on thinking somebody's scared of y'all. Y'all might be punks and want to cover your face. There's plenty of people out here that ain't got nothing to lose and they ain't going to have no mask on. So, you know, choose your battles wisely. That's all I'm going to say. Ain't that that going deep. 
Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna take it that far, but oh, since you <laughs> since you did all that, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna leave it on that note. Don't put me in this. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not invoking violence. I'm just saying you can't keep trying to step on people's toes and do all this violent stuff for no reason, and you know, interrupting places of peace, and then think nobody's gonna retaliate. Like there, all I'm saying is there's time. To turn things around and not go that route, so just use your time well. So you can. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, moving on now because I was just trying to rule violence, but you know I don't touch you. I'm glad you cleared it up. Uh, moving on now, I guess since we're on the topic, you know, of, you know, say violence, but we got police, got police on our mind a little bit. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, he's actually, you know, got support of the NYPD. Yes, I said the police. You know, everyone's yeah. saying, you know, no one supports him because he need for the national anthem. You know, he should be ashamed, blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. the NYPD actually held a rally in support of Kaepernick uh, this past Saturday, August the 19th, uh, because, you know, they admire what he did, you know, supposedly whatever mm-hmm. his actions were, but they, they actually admired it. And yeah, you know, they they just they participated in this you know this rally, and they put up a hashtag, and the hashtag is I'm with I'm with Cap, and you know they agreed with him about you know the ongoing issue of unarmed black men and women being killed during uh, what they viewed as a seamless routine police stops, and uh, yeah they just you know agree with everything Kaepernick was saying. They know he didn't mean any disrespect. You know, behind kneeling. Um. So yeah, you know, they just really support this man a hundred percent. Yeah, I got so much respect for him because at the end of the day, if you think about it, most of these football players, when they like pass on and stuff, you might remember them for like their yards or like how well they did in the game. Okay, cool, but like, I like that he's expanding his horizons to not just being a football player. And you know, even with some basketball players, like you got like Shaq, he went to school and became you know, got his doctorate and stuff like that. So it's just always impressive to me, people who kind of take that extra step. And for him to kind of go against the grain on such a big organization, um, you know, in order to stand up for what he believes in, you can't help but respect that. So shout out to Cap for that. I love it. Yeah, shout out to him, man. I'm actually good. Shout out to the NYPD for supporting that, man. Because he has, mm-hmm. yeah, he, you know, he's been getting a lot of negative, t- negative, uh, looks and you know no one's signing him to show you know mm-hmm. a little bit of support probably means the world to him even though he didn't really need it he might not say it but deep down right. i'm pretty sure it meant the world to him to finally see like thank you just simple as that yeah. so all you have to say is thank you most definitely go ahead cap well moving on we have uh you know espn kind of went in a negative light so how can i put this they had they had a good mindset behind it you know there was there was being funny you know they were trying to uh quote unquote have a you know a little auctioning segment you know for black athletes in football but the way it came off you know it was kind of like they dug a little too deep into it you know they were trying to spice up their fantasy football coverage you know, before the NFL season kicked off. But at the same time, 
it kind of potentially showed racist imagery. You know what I'm saying? It was like mm-hmm. uh, they showed a clip. It was like a clip of a uh, of a football player being sold to a highest bid on the crowd, who was mostly white. So I'm not really sure what they were thinking behind that. You know, a lot of people. Oh, yeah, a lot of people, you know, were shook, you know, I mean, shook, were shocked and disgusted, and they questioned their integrity and the move behind the segment, and ESP, they even called ESPN to offer out an official apology to certain people did, and it's, it was ridiculous the way they did it, the way they handled it. It was kind of almost like a, I don't want to say it, it was like this, but exactly in my head, it kind of seemed like it was. It was almost like they was like auctioning, auctioning slaves. That's what it kind of hmm. looked like. Everybody already going to Fox. <laughs> well, people, right, people moving to Fox. But I mean, honestly, though, I don't think ESPN really meant any, you know, racial horrors behind it. But at the same time, it's like, what would you, did you really think about this before you kind of put this on TV? Right. Come on now. Uh, People, y'all better start asking a friend. Y'all, now, some of y'all be exposed by more than enough black and white people to know what's right from wrong. I don't want to hear too much of this. Oh, we were naive. We ain't know. Now nah, you you know. Social media didn't let you know. So wake up. Nice try. Right, Before I do rabbit, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> you little righty, little righty. All right, we're gonna move on from this one too. This one's a little light. I'm gonna quick just, just highlight this really really quick. So, um, Magic Johnson and the Lakers are under investigation for trying to, you know, tamper with Paul George when it was in, uh, you know, trades. When Paul George, you know, we're trying to get Paul George from the free agency and everything. Well, not free agency, Mm -hmm. but trade. Um, He actually was not supposed to talk to Paul George's agent or Paul George before the uh, time for free agent or trade deadline. What's trade? Not trade deadlines, god darn it. Trade availability mm-hmm. was open, so you know he kind of played like you know in high school. You're not supposed to talk to you know any college, you know college preps or anything uh, before the season is over. So you know mm-hmm. Magic said Magic was like to get that. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm gonna do what I want. Mm-hmm. And you know right now it's still an investigation. There's no source saying it's true, but word on the street is it's most likely true. I can't confirm my sources. <laughs> But, you know, I got some got some people, you know, maybe at, you know, ESPN or Fox. You know, I can't disclose my sources, but just know I got somebody out there. Oh, you got the plug. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got the plug. You, know, you don't know who I might know, Lizzie. You know, I don't know who I might know. Right. And thank you. Finally, you jumping on board. <laughs> and so, what, I mean, so what happens if, it, if he is guilty of the situation? Then what? Lose money, negative publicity, and that's all I got. (laughs) He's going to get fined for sure. Uh, He probably, well, Paul George is not there, so I don't think he's not too much as can really happen. You know, he might get um, more disciplinary actions. I don't know what else could happen because he 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 doesn't coach the team. You know, he's just. In the office, so I already know what too much could happen. You can't suspend the guy. <laughs> Would you suspend him for four games? Like what? What can you do besides find him? I'm very sure. Yeah. 
Well, so. you know, let's update it on that one because, listen, if you ain't got to be in no drama, you get where you need to be. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and well, and that's that's about it, you know, for sports today. I have, you know, yeah, we kind of had a long show here a little bit. We, you know, me and Lindsay kind of sped it up for y'all because we didn't want to keep y'all here too long. But you know, Lindsay, actually, aren't you a uh, Odell Beckham fan? Are you? A, you know, I mean, he's you're a Redskins fan. I mean, I'm a Redskins fan. I know, but Cause see, listen. Some of these girls just be on him because of how he looks. I ain't that type of chick, but he no, was I, see, I thought you. I thought for some reason I thought you did. I thought you did. Well, I was gonna say, you know, he twisted his ankle today, got real hurt, you know, everything, and he looked into the clips, you know, with no glasses. So, you know, today was a LL, you know, lose lose situation for him. Unfortunate. <laughs> 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 you might just need to sit. Yeah, hey, 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 nurse's ankle, his eyes, he just. Go ahead, go sleep, brother. Go ahead, go sleep. Start over again. Today's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I should have looked at it so that way I ain't had to go to work tomorrow. Well, you know, maybe next people, forty years. <laughs> people, people tried that. People tried it. Well, you know, you, you go to certain parts of the U.S. You know, you can catch it in twenty 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 four. I say twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. So, uh, yeah, not too long from now. But I'll be there. <laughs> but in other news, if that's all we got for sports, do you want to leave the people with a little word for the week? Oh, you put it on me. Well, I, I mean, if you don't have one, it's okay. I just was, <laughs> I didn't want to be the only one. Oh, 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 let me let me get one. Let me get one. Let me let me get oh, one today. Oh, yeah. You want me to start you off while you looking? Stop. How you know I was looking? Oh. So, <laughs> Love you, part, y'all. You know, well, he's sick, y'all. So, not him. He just, you know, he's a little under the weather. So, it's a little delay in the process. Okay, right, well, I got, know. I got one. I got one. It's actually short. I'm not gonna know how to okay. compensate. You know, I didn't do my research on how you know to break it down for y'all. But this is from okay. um, James, you know, two, verse seventeen. <laughs> in the same way, faith by itself. If it is not accomplished by action, it's dead. Okay. I don't know how to transcribe that. Can you transcribe that, Lizzie? Repeat it one more time for me so I can. All right. All right. In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accomplished by action, it's dead. Oh, okay. Most definitely got it. Um, So, you know, faith without action is dead. You um, can't pray all day for something, but you haven't changed um, your process and how you want it to get done. So say if you're trying to get out of a bad relationship or you want to, you know, improve, you know, some change at work or, you know, you want to gain more money in your life or anything you want to do. If you're just praying all day, but you're not switching up your game plan, you're not going out there and making things happen. You can't expect God to meet you halfway. Like it don't work where he's just some magic genie, snap his fingers and stuff. that's going to fall out the sky for you. Like, you still got to fight for it yourself. So, you know, faith without action is dead. So just keep that in mind. You know, have a little faith, a little prayer, and a little action. All three of those together, and you're going to be good money. Bam. Words from, wise words from Lizzie. Look at you. Look at you. I was testing you. Just to let you know. I'm you. reading the word for, for now on. How about this? You read, and I'll try to translate. <laughs> oh, that's what you want to try? 
Well, you know, you might you might regret that one day. Like, I don't know. Right, I was saying you might pull up a tricky word, and I'll be like, Yeah, I was just that. Look, then you then you will be googling. Yeah, you already googling like, Let's take a song on. What what's going on? Yeah, you know, it's okay. We'll go back to the same game plan. We'll just sit up. But that's yeah, all yeah. I have for y'all. I just want everybody to have a blessed week, you know. Maybe drop a compliment to one of your friends or just somebody you don't know this week. And just, you know, spread some love and joy. It's enough negativity go around. You'll be surprised how good you feel being nice to somebody. Parents, you got anything else for the people? Nah, y'all be blessed. Y'all stay positive. Like Lindsay said, you know, be nice to somebody. You know, maybe pay for, pay for their meal. They're struggling a dollar or two. Pay for them. Be nice. See, I got you. Cash app coming your way. Just watch. You wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Treat you something nice. I got five dollars coming right your way. Oh Lord, some way it is. Hey, look, I said something nice. I ain't say something sensitive. It's just something nice. No. Oh Lord. Well, we love y'all. Until next time, I'm your host Lindsay Lynn. I'm your host T. I'm gonna get better. Y'all be blessed. Bye. Nah. We out. <laughs> we out.